Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Age of Radio. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com. It's like cheerstocomics.com, only with a shop in front of it. Uh, shopcheerstocomics.com, and if you use code PODCAST at checkout, you're going to save yourself 10%. And I'm constantly adding new inventory, hot spec books, uh, everything, everything, any any type of book under the sun is it a... Uh, as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. gonna be well hello again and welcome back to the cheers to comics podcast i'm your host brian wayne this is episode 392 the 392nd episode of the cheers to comics podcast will be a pull list priorities and i'll be going over the books of the future the final order cutoffs the books that i think that you should have on your radar before it's uh, too late to order them you don't order them then uh they don't get printed they don't get printed then they're harder to find and if they get hot you're screwed and that's how capitalism and speculation works in comics so follow along and uh i'll guide you you know i'm not right 100 percent of the time but i'm right enough for y'all to keep listening after 392 episodes aren't i so Let's uh let's do this. Can y'all hear me okay this time? <laughs> oh man, gotta love going live. And speaking of live, if you are a uh, regular audio listener and you're not aware yet, uh, I I do record this and stream it live on YouTube and Facebook. So make sure you follow the YouTube and Facebook pages. And uh, yeah, we'll uh. We'll uh, we'll make this happen. You get to see what I see, you know. And the comics is so visual, you know. That's the thing is, it's at least at least fifty percent visual. So when I'm talking about all the badass covers, you'll you'll get to be the judge of that as well. So let's um, let's get this going here. Let me get my screen shared. 
There we go. So uh, we're going to start out with lunar distribution. So these are going to be all the the publishers that Diamond doesn't distribute. So uh, there is no DC this week, however. Um, you know, so it's it's going to probably be a pretty quick show. And also, you may notice that there's no Tarl. Uh, Tarl had himself a little baby, so he, he's busy right now, but we'll see more of Tarl soon. I'll have my co-host back here real soon. So, let's talk about some indies, I guess, huh? Let's uh, back it up here to the beginning and uh, start with Carmen Courageous. This is out of Scoot. Scoot is a little side project that Scout does. It's for the youngins. So, if you're looking for a new number one to get your kiddos into, Carmen Courageous. Let's click on it. Let's see what it's about. Carmen is a plucky private eye with the taste for trouble who's always on the lookout for a new case. In this action-packed first issue, Carmen tracks down a missing businessman and inadvertently uncovers a conspiracy by the evil Mr. Risk and his gang of creepy crooks. So there you go. Little little thing there. Uh, from Mark Russell, 2022 Jersey winner, Billionaire Island Cult of Dogs, number four. Gotta love the Mark Russell joint. That's from Ahoy Comics. Um, an indie, which is... Uh, the publisher's not named here. Makes it difficult, but what are you going to do? Uh, this is the sixth issue and final issue of the miniseries. It is Death Rage. And I got to say, just by the, uh, the the font and the title, it looks like something I would read. You know? See, and this is where watching on YouTube comes in handy. <laughs> you get to see what I see. Bunch of covers there for Death Rage. Uh, up to a 1 in 100, actually, as far as incentives go. Yeah, good lord. What is Door to Door, Night by Night? This is from Nightfall Comics. Ooh, it's a Cullen Bun. Sally Contrino. This is number three. All right, well, seems like it's probably right in the middle there. Seems like a six issues is the average. But, uh, yeah, goblins are bad enough is what the first sentence of that description says. <laughs> I dig it. All right. We've got Eternus, number three of a seven-part miniseries there. The Firstborns, number three of a little five-parter. These are all indie publishers that aren't really named. Oh, I take that back. Eternus is out of scout. That's my bad. Looks like the Firstborns has a few covers there. Oh, look at that naughty cover for God Killer. For those I will love, I will sacrifice. That's quite the mouthful of a title. The God Killer books always do have quite the mouthful of a title, though. Um, Yeah, naughty cover. Oh, and it looks like it gets naughtier. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> How I Became a Shoplifter, number two of a three-part micro-series there from Tom Brave Fogel. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure he's been on the podcast. If not, I follow him, and I know who he is, and he's asked to be on the podcast. Regardless, good for him for getting into 
the 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 focs man that that's that's awesome from sumerian press shoot we've got impossible jones and holly days it's a one shot so if you follow the impossible jones stuff you got yourself a little one shot there and that how i repeated myself but different what is battle cats from mad cave studios was this legacy of the battle cats just legacy battle cats i don't know battle cats mark london a five-parter end of the arc oh all right look at that price point right there you see that 299 $2.99 purple oblivion number four from e and e pliskin and diego simone Nice. That series is wrapping up. Uh, what's this? Rick and Morty versus Cthulhu. Number three of a four-parter. Order it by the 15th of Sunday. The 15th of Sunday. Sunday the 15th. Uh, we've got Sereno number two. Or is that Siren? No, it's Sereno. Uh, is that? Out of Comics Experience is the publisher there. More from Comics Experience. We've got Seven Years in Darkness. This is a number one from Joseph Schmalky. See, this is the thing that... These are the ones. These are the sleeper issues that you keep an eye out on. See, Joseph Schmalky seems to have always been pretty exclusive to Scout. But now he's branching off. And that that's, that's, mm, that's always a good thing. It's a great thing. So what is... Seven Years in Darkness about. It's a four-part miniseries. The Academy of Black Magic has reopened its doors for the first time in 200 years. 72 children will walk through the Academy doors for freshman year, but only seven will graduate and walk out alive. They're going to kill 65 children. It's an odd number. Their seven-year journey starts here. In this dark and sweeping fantasy epic from acclaimed comics creator Joe Schmalky, there is a 1 in 10 variant by Bill Shikevich as well. Um, yeah, no, that's that's uh, an indie to not sleep on. I, I would definitely pick that up, and that's from Comic Experience. So it's going to be low-key. Not, not a lot of that stuff on the shelves few sweet covers to choose from there too that all oh, that sinkevich cover is dope bro yeah no i'm all about this all about this so far this is my indie pick of the week goddamn from awa we've got trojan number two of that four-part miniseries due to be ordered soon and it looks like we're gonna that's gonna wrap up lunar Oh, look at the Oliver Copiel cover once again. Kind of naughty. But like the wings and the Medusa head. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's that's all. It's DC. I mean, it's not DC. <laughs> it's Lunar. <clears throat> let's uh let's keep this going let's go on over to what 
Diamond is releasing. And right now, the FOCs are still screwy because of the holidays. Publishers and distributors realize that everyone blew their wads, so they go real easy after the holidays on the FOCs. But don't. I would suspect it gets real thick real soon. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. Um, Because maybe, I don't know, maybe they're kind of adjusting. Because they realize that just not as many comics are being bought on account of the economy and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Speaking of whatnot, from Whatnot Publishing, we have Quested, number three. Couple covers there, including one by the great Kit Wallace. Actually, there's four covers there. Look at the video game homage. Look at that. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like Zelda. But damn, you could hear that cover, though. I dig it. I like the video game variants. Those are pretty neat. Not all of them, but the ones that... I don't know. Um, Secret Time? Never actually played a Zelda game. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously completely aware of Zelda. Um, but... Nope, not even my old ass. Never played a Zelda game. But... This, this cover still very recognizable from my childhood because everybody around me was playing Zelda from vault comics due to be ordered by the 15th. We have dead box. Number four, more, more Russell goodness. Ooh. So this it, all right. It's been a while. I was wondering what happened to dead box. It went on a little bit of a hiatus there. Sweet. Um, that's your door by door night by night. Okay. Well, it's good to know that's vault doing that. I didn't see that on the A cover, but I see it on the B cover now. Uh, what's Hard Eyes? Oh, yeah, I know Hard Eyes. Hard Eyes number five, due to be ordered by Sunday. And Picture of Everything Else, number five. A lot of these books... All right, it looks... I, I guess Vault was on a hiatus for a little bit. But coming back, big titles, good titles. I don't know about big titles, but good titles. Uh, Dead Box, though. That's... that's hmm. Uh, from Titan Comics, we have Blade Runner 2039, number three. Few covers to choose from there. Bloodborne, Lady of Lanterns, number four. Look at that Alan Qua. Look at it. He's a beast. I'm so glad he's getting recognition. Like, not even a Bloodborne fan, but that cover, I don't know. I just love a dope-looking pirate. Don't know why, but I do. Few covers on that, though. Few covers on Bloodborne. Titan Comics coming out swinging. From Source Point, nothing. Oh, that's disappointing. I like reading Source Point stuff. Or knowing that, well, I mean, obviously I like reading Source Point stuff, but I like reading that there's more Source Point stuff coming out. I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's a, a small press publisher out there that I get more excited about their number ones than Source Point at this point. But, uh, too many points. But, yeah. Uh, ja ja Now we scroll. It's a long way up. It's going on a black mask. Are we ready for Rogue's Gallery yet? Or Rogue State? Nope, not yet. Damn. Uh, God Killer. For those... Okay, yeah, that's the second printing there. of God Killer. Uh, number one. Or at least number one of the latest series. You know, the Naughty Covers. 
<laughs> See, Diamond doesn't have it there. Lunar's like, we don't get little. We'll show you. But, yeah. <laughs> no, Diamond's not given the A cover. Uh, like I said, a bunch of covers on that one. We've been through this. That's Black Mask. We've been through AWA. What's up with Aftershock? Damn. Uh, protocol number four. All right. I guess if you're reading this sixth volume of protocol, I would imagine is what that zero six in front of that means. Uh, all night and every day. Okay. What do we got here? It looks like an oversized one shot. Oh man. It looks like smut. Give this to your lady written by Ray Fox though. Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Fox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I if anything, I kinda I was gonna say give it to your lady, but she's probably not gonna want to read it if it's written by a dude named Fox. It's time to party while celebrating and the last thing wait, while celebrating is the last thing grief-stricken introvert Michaela wants to do. Her friends drag her out for the night and end up trapping her in a hellish curse. A party that never ends, with no way to escape. Not even by dying. Now she must navigate the labyrinth of the legendary banquet hideous all on her own and learn its terrible secrets before she is consumed forever. Yes. Nice. That's not what that cover gives me at all, though. <laughs> it's misleading. But, uh, all right. I mean, seriously, that looks like the only thing is missing is Fabio. But what are you going to do? So that's all night and every day. It's one shot. Whoa, 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 buddy. Brom Stoker Monster Hunter. Olivia Quartillo Briggs and Adam Glass with Emilio Plio. Said all of those names wrong, I'm sure. Uh Writing team behind Mary Shelley Monster Hunter. So this is Brom Stoker Monster Hunter. I see what we're doing here. Do I need to say anymore? All right. What is uh, how many issues will this be? Probably five or six, or one. Th through memory spurred by Oscar Wilde's eighteen ninety five gross indecency trial. A uh, young and troubled Brom Stoker discovers there's a secret hiding in his new workplace of Dublin Castle. One that will either end his life or change it forever. Cool. Got a lot. All right. You know, appreciate some Brom Stoker. Uh, we've got Brother of All Men, number three, due to be ordered, as well as number four. See, that gets kind of confusing when they do that because they probably won't be released at the same time, but they're going to make you order them at the same time. I mean, what if issue three really, really sucks and I wanted to drop it? Like, don't want to give it a chance, but now I'm stuck with it. I got to pay for it because I pre-ordered it. I'm not saying issue three is going to suck, but sometimes that happens, you know? Um. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of that practice, but what are you going to do? Bowls of Beacon Hill, number two, due to be ordered. Chicken Devils, <laughs> number three and four, Aftershock. Uh, Jimmy's Little Bastards wrapping up third issue there, due to be ordered. 
We got last line number three. Did I read number one? I feel like I might have left or read number one and number four. Good lord. Uh, let's see here. Last ride of Pilar and Pillar and Pride. My bad. Pillar and Pride. Let me guess. Number two and number three. Look at that. Maniac in New York. Don't call it a comeback. What is this? This has got to just. I, hold on. He's back? When did, there was a number one? What the fart? Well, I'll have to track that down. I love Maniac in New York. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I like it. No, I'm all about that. Read Maniac in New York. You'll like it. Especially if you're a Friday the 13th fan. Uh, Samurai Doggy, number four from Aftershock. And five. And six. Whoa. Did you really just do that? After... So now, now I'm worried. I'm kind of worried now. I feel like they're they're trying to collect or accumulate a bunch of money, and they don't have the product to do it, so they're just releasing a bunch of issues all at once to be, be able to get a lump sum on pre-orders. And all that's doing is fucking shops over. I'm not a fan of that practice. But, oh well. I mean, I'm not saying boycott Aftershock because read these titles, you know. <laughs> Creators need to eat. Buy as many as you can. But that makes it tough. That really makes it tough for shops to sell when they put them out like that. They sit there for a while. <sighs> and then there's something wrong with Patrick Todd. Number five out of Aftershock. And lastly, we've got Vineyard number four. Big week out of Aftershock. Like I said, I think they're trying to recuperate some of their holiday spendings there. Uh, cha -cha -cha -cha. A blaze, I think we did. No, we did not. Doesn't matter. There is no ablaze. From Boom. Boom Studios. Just two. Nope, just one. Only one book out of Boom this week to be ordered, and it is Know Your Station, number three. It's a five-parter with two covers to choose from. So that's Boom. How about Dynamite? Now we gotta scroll through all the crazy variants here. More Mad Vols versus Garbage Pill Kids. Slime again. Haha, <laughs> number one. Nice. I dig it. Another mini series. Oh, look at this cover. Who did this? Oh, that freaking wrestling cover is cool. Or a fight cover, I guess. Can't tell what sport that's supposed to be. That is that is badass. <laughs> Shall we? A bunch of covers on this to choose from, though. Naturally. Because it's Dynamite. Uh, more from Dynamite. What do we got? Sweetie Candy Vigilante. That's a fun name. When you say it like that. Sweetie Candy Vigilante. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then we got a bunch of Vampirella versus Red Sonia. Lucio Perillo cover. You know, it's going to... That'll sell well. Who's on that one? It's that Moss cover. Clearly don't have my glasses on. Drew Moss. Oh, Drew Moss. Nice. That's a vivid cover. Well, look at the posing there. <laughs> What's going on? Are they angry or are they... Like... 
<laughs> I can't tell what's going on there. But yeah, that's you know typical dynamite for the most part. Dark Horse. From Dark Horse, we have Assassin's Apprentice number three. Uh, it's only Teenage Wasteland number three. We do have a number one, though. What's Space Job? David Goodman, Alvaro Saraseca. After five long years of soul-crushing servitude as his chef's assistant, Danny Sheridan is getting his dream job in space as a first officer aboard the SS George H.W. Bush. But on his first day, he finds himself crashing back to reality. Nothing seems right. The crew is subpar. Something's going on. And first officer Danny Sheridan is going to get to the bottom of it or die trying. All right. Cool. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was a sous chef and now he's, he's in space. There you go. <laughs> More Stranger Things, a new miniseries here. Tales from Hawkins. It's a four-parter. This is number one with four covers to choose from. Only a few covers or uh, titles out of Dark Horse this week on the FOCs. Let's see what Image brings. You'll notice no IDW in that list anymore. Yeah. Um... All Against All, number three. No. Uh, yeah, it's a five-parter there. I'm stumbling because I feel like maybe I read the first issue, but I guess not. Uh, Bloodstained Teeth, number nine. I read the first few issues of this, and I really liked it, but for whatever reason, I just I know it's something that I'm going to keep collecting, and I'll finish eventually, but good vampire story. Oh, the dead lucky. Number six, gotta love the dead lucky, right? Ain't that right, money bags? Uh, the gospel number four, it's a five parter. Image 30th anniversary anthology number 10 of a 12 parter. Who's gonna be featured in this one? Damn, Jeff Johns, David Walker, Chuck Brown, John Layman. John Layman, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? All right, as we head towards the finish line with our all-star celebration, notice how I stopped right there as soon as I saw John Lehman's name. There's seriously like 18 other names underneath it. Uh, David Walker, Chuck Brown, Sanford Green. Joining an all-new Bitterroot short. All right, cool. John Lehman and Jock premiere their new upcoming series in Hell We Fart. There's a new John Lehman series. But what I want to know is where's the 12th issue of Chew? Because some crazy shit was supposed to happen there. Chu can't have been canceled. That would break my heart. But it has been like four or five months at least since Chu's happened. But hopefully we can get a, another John Lehman story that doesn't get canceled. Outer Darkness got canceled. I, they're so good. I don't understand. Maybe he needs to go away from Image. Ah. Uh. That's that's exciting though. I'm definitely a million percent checking that out. Hell yeah! Uh, Little Monsters number ten, a Jeff Lemire joint, due to be ordered by Sunday. By Sunday, Monarch number one, Rodney Barnes. Oh shit! Alex Lins. 
All right. Growing up, hold on. New tale on the high terror stakes. I was seeing if it was part of the Philadelphia. Uh, growing up in the city of Compton, it's is tough enough as it is. But as Trayvon has learned all too well, growing up as an orphan in the city of Compton with gang members hunting you down every day is even tougher. But all of that is about to change because today is the day that aliens make first contact with Earth and it only spells doom for life as we know it. Hail yeah. Read Rodney Barnes, people. He's the guy writing Mandalorian, Philadelphia, Nita Hawes, Nightmare Blog. Mm. Mm. Good guy. Great guy, actually. More than just a good guy. He's a great guy. Uh, what's Nightclub? Oh, this is the second printing. Mark M- Mark Miller? Oh, yeah, that. Definitely pick up the second printing of that. 100%. Didn't even need to see the cover. I just remember the $1.99 price tag and thought, what? Radiant Pink, number three. It's a little five-parter. Out of image. Look at the David Mack covers on Spawn, people. Yep, David Mack doing a bunch of Spawn covers coming up. It's exciting. We've already got the King Spawn cover. Hell yeah. We got Gunslinger Spawn and Hell Spawn. Or I guess Scorched. Frick yeah. Gotta love it. Uh, Time Before Time, number 20. That's crazy. Two Graves, number four, and Undiscovered Country, number 23. So there you go. That's it. That's all the uh, the indie comics due to be ordered by Sunday. Now let's see what's up with Marvel, huh? And honestly, uh, not a lot to spec on. But there are a couple that I would I would definitely count on. Not a big week, but there are at least two that... Mm. Let's start with Avengers End Times. So this is Brian Michael Bendis returning back to Marvel. Uh, Mike Mayhew, Brandon Peterson. So here's the thing. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, before he went to DC, was my favorite writer. You know, I, I got introduced to the Iron Man comics on his run fell in love with comics because of Brian Michael Bendis. Then he went and broke my heart and he left Marvel to exclusively write for DC, specifically Superman, my least favorite superhero. So it was like, Hey, I'm leaving your favorite for your least favorite. So, and I didn't really care for much of anything he wrote over at DC, but now that he's no longer exclusive and he's back at Marvel, I truly am incredibly excited about that put him back on iron Man. no i like what's going on with iron man but put him on another ongoing so give him avengers i would like that uh, jason aaron's runs ending so why not but uh yeah what's this all about the avengers reunite with one of their own long believed dead as we celebrate the legacy of the house of ideas with marvel tales this anthology series shines a spotlight on fan-favorite characters, features timeless stories, and highlights some of Marvel's most impressive talent from the past eight decades. 
and in Avengers 2010, number 31 through 34, the explosive climax of writer Brian Michael Bendis' long and revolutionary run, featuring the artwork of Mike Mayhew, Brandon Peterson, Terry Dodson, and a galaxy of stars. Galaxy. A distress call from an unknown ally leads Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Giant Man into the microverse. But who has summoned them? Has the mystery Avenger only succeeded in luring their teammate into the doom that the hands of the lethal Lord Gauzar? Gauzar? Huh? And who shall rescue the rescuers? Avengers. Reassemble. Gotta dig it, man. Eight bucks, though. Good lord. This is why you pre-order, because when you pre-order, you get a discount. And if you are pre-ordering from a shop that's not giving you a discount, find a different shop. I'm sorry. That's just not cool. It's not cool if you're not getting any type of discount. At least 10%. Um, I, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, with the shop that I order through, there's a certain point, a uh, certain tier that it doesn't take me long to reach. And I'm getting 40% off my pre-order books, you know? Yeah. And if you don't have a place to go to, you can find me on all the socials. I have a Penguin account and a Lunar account. I'll hook you up. I don't have a Diamond account, though. So there will be some indies that I just won't be able to obtain at the moment. I'm debating on whether or not I want to open up a Diamond account. It's possible. I just know their shipping methods are dreadful, so... I don't know if I can afford to take hits like that right now. That's, that's all it comes down to. But with that being said, you know, if you need something from the big two to pre-order and you don't have a place to do it, hit me up. I will give you a discount. So, bam. As a matter of fact, I'll give you a 15% discount. You hit me up through the podcast. I just mentioned the podcast. You can find me on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram, but I'm probably not going to answer. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. Avengers Forever, number 14. I like that this is still going. See, I thought this was going to be like a six-parter, 12-parter at most, but 14, that's pretty badass. And look at the Mark Brooks Infinity Saga cover. Look at it. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Discount, that is true. Here, <laughs> coming in hot with the comments there. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, no, that uh, the Mark Brooks cover is amazing. There's a, there's a 90s assemble connecting variant. Noise, noise. There's a few covers there. Captain Marvel number 46, Kelly Thompson. So I had Kelly Thompson on the podcast way back and you know I said hey I think it's time that you do like a huge run and she's like no. Uh, that's they're not going to give me something like that. I mean not verbatim but along those lines. And um that was early on in her Captain Marvel series and here we are. You know. Fucking <laughs> 46 issues and no signs of slowing down. Captain Marvel's great. Hold on, I'm reading this comment. That See, that's bullshit. See, right here, UPM Gaming coming in saying that they've been getting their 
their books from the shop and always paid cover price. I mean, are, if you're pre-ordering, I mean, if you're not pre-ordering, then I guess, you know, that yeah, they're, you're going to pay cover price. But if you are pre-ordering and, you know, you have a pull list with them, then that's that's bogus. That's bogus. Um, yeah, but carrying on. Great covers on Capitals. Look at the Planet of the Apes covers. That's a thing right now. That's a thing. Damn dirty apes. Oh, it's fucking Momoko. Jesus, what is up with the hair? <laughs> Take me. <laughs> fucking double cone head. Jesus Christ, Momokos. What you doing there? Uh, what what do we have here? Doctor Strange, Fall Sunrise, number two. Trad Moore, baby. God, I love Trad Moore. He's so trippy with his art. Um, and he's doing like Trad Moore on Doctor Strange. Are you kidding me? Uh, oh, this is even a second printing. My bad. Damn. So yeah, number two's already out. Ah, oh, gotta love it. Uh, Fantastic Four, number four. Alex Ross covers let's see ryan north doing it here what's this one following ben blah 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 yeah uh so th this new fantastic four series is kind of like revisiting fantastic four stories uh hulk hulk who's doing hulk now so oh, this one's still donny Cates. titan is coming i'm telling you people don't sleep on that Hulk number six. I know it was mass produced because the spec on it was real, but um, yeah, no, Titan's going to be a thing. Titan's going to be no level. The only difference is, is maybe the book won't be as sought after because the ratio of Venom number three compared to Hulk number six. Yeah. Um, this is, this is, <laughs> Not not a series to sleep on. I'm telling you, it's underappreciated. Big things are going to come out of this series. Uh, Iron Man, number three. Gotta love it. This series is so fucking... Jerry Duggan, man. Are you kidding me? One for the gaiety? Mm. Yeah. Carl New on this cover. Ugh. Dude, Iron Man covers have been something special. And I love a Mark One. Damn. God damn. I love Iron Man. Lots of covers, though. What's the... <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Uh, you're not going to rope me in on that one, though, Marvel. Not this time. Not this time. We've got Marauders number 11. 11. Due to be ordered. Yes. Now, we have our first... Big spec book. Um, let's see here. Junie Ba. God, I know that name. But so this this is kind of a anthology type of thing. Various artists and creators. So within this, you get the it's a future story featuring the tale of the last Black Panther. So. Is this a long-term hold, long-term investment? Absolutely. But is it a worthy investment? Absolutely. 
even more so if you get it underneath that $5.99 cover price by pre-ordering. Um, yeah, uh, th th this is definitely one, especially with all the ambiguity going on with the Black Panther universe right now. Because um, I don't know if y'all remember or not, Kevin Feige is also in charge of comic book continuity through Marvel as well. Like, that was a big announcement that just kind of got slipped under the rug. So, um, he's, he's going to guide the comics to help with the, the movie studios. And, um, with that, obviously the characters that he's going to allow into development, I would imagine he and his head are already, he's already churning out a story for him. You know, all it takes is for them to do an animated, like something like a what if thing. And then suddenly, you know, but do these Marvel, like a what, or like an animated voices series. And then boom, it gets eyes on it and book jumps in value a little bit. I mean, you have, I don't have need to explain to you how that side of it works, but <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think this is a, a great, great investment, especially in a week where there's not a lot of, you know, places to spread your dollar. So. Definitely keep an eye on that. What do we have for this Wakanda for, or this, uh, what's this cover supposed to be? A Dorobi variant. Right on. Dynamic posing there. Very Black Panther. Then there's an Edge variant. Sweet. There's a to be announced variant. Right on. Also from Marvel, we got Mary Jane and Black Cat. Number one, the second printing. Eric Bazel Dua. Gotta love it. And as well as the number three of the five-part series. More Ibez. A uh, few covers there, actually. Oh, a Howard the Duck cover? Are they going to do a Howard, start doing a Howard the Duck line now, too? <laughs> Once I don't understand the point of that, but... Unless he's in the story. You know, but... All right, whatever. Uh, let's see, the second printing of Monica Rambeau Photon out, or due to be ordered. I mean, not out yet. It's going to be a few weeks, people. going to be a few weeks. They got to print them because they need to know how many to make. You got to order them so they know. Uh, but also Monica Rambeau Photon number three due as well. couple covers there was three, as a matter of fact, with the Planet of the Apes cover. Uh, Murder World, Moon Knight, Hot ah, Jim Zub, Ray Fox, <laughs> Fox, there he is again. Uh, under the harsh light of the moon, there is no escape. And with only a handful of contestants left, anything can happen. Murder World is a life or death game of treachery and tragedy brought to you by Jim Zub, Ray Fox, and illustrated by Luca Pizzari. Arcading his schemes have been a punchline in the past, but this contest is no joke. Each issue ups the ante, and this pen, pen, penultimate? <laughs> I don't know that word. Chapter has some of the biggest twists yet. Uh, you know, I actually, speaking of not knowing that word, I, re I read an East, uh, interesting tidbit of information recently 
Um, I did not verify the truth to it, but it seemed about right. Uh, I guess in comic books, the the average there's like an average rate, or while reading, there's an average rate of like rare words that pop up between novels and magazines and like all the different formats of literature and like by far the most amount of rare words that occur um, is the format of comics. I mean, it's no surprise. So if you're going to expand, you want to expand your vocabulary through reading, uh, it's actually by reading less words. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing too, is because it's, you know, a page is so fewer words than a typical article or obviously a novel page uh it's it's yeah well i guess and that would probably be why the rate is more because there's fewer words like but you you get the point like that's you're you're learning when you're reading comics and uh i just i, I don't know how to say that word just can't say it. Uh, there's a Kyle Hodes cover too. That's pretty sexy. Look at that Black Widow. Verse Moon Knight. That's badass. I like the way Hodes does Moon Knight. He's a killer. Now this is another book that I, I think what what's <laughs> it'll be really popular for the first few days after release, and then you know be forgotten about for a while. But this kind of reminds me of like the amalgams, only just within Marvel. Uh, Nightcrawlers, number one. It's just a three-part miniseries done by Simon Spurrier and Paco Medina. Lionel Francis Yu on the covers there. So, it says, 10 years into a twisted future, Mr. Sinister unleashes his private army of assassins, the Legion of the Night. Meet Wagnerine commanding this killer crew of brainwashed hybrids, each one a genetic mix of Nightcrawler and another one of Marvel's most murderous mutants. Mysterious forces seek to break Sinister's control over the fatal fanatics to turn them against him. But who are they? Who are they? And what are their true motives? Enter Mother Righteous and a meeting of the most powerful players in the universe. Fun. Come on. Nightcrawler, you know, hybridized with a bunch of badass mutants, starting with Wolverine right off the bat. There's a Spider-Man. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> oh, there's Beast. He's already blue. It's not a fucking long way off there. <laughs> oh, that's rad. That's rad. Uh, Scarlet Witch number one getting a second printing with that uh, Sarah Pacelli cover. Sweet. I like that cover. Simple. Elegant. Spider-Man number five. Whoa, what is... That's a sweet cover. Mark Bagley. That's a Mark Bagley cover? It's just the coloring there. doesn't say Bagley, but then you look off to the left side and it's like, oh no, that's Bagley. That's a cool cover. That's a great Spider-Man cover. There's a Black History Month variant on that as well, featuring Photon. And then a Planet of the Apes variant and a Ramos variant. And a... Okay, that does that. We got Spider-Man Lost Hunt, number four. Due to be ordered by Sunday. Whoa, is this Wolf variant. 
J.M. DeMatteis and Eater Messias. Bam. That Maria Wolf variant is... I, I literally couldn't think of a word. Like, I had four or five words that were all going to come out at once, and they were all positive. Holy shit. That is awesome. It is busy. Busy, 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 busy. But that is cool. That's one of those ones where it's a coin toss. It could be iconic or it could be something that just will forever be underappreciated. We'll see. Uh, we've got Star Wars number 31 due to be ordered by Sunday. There's an action figure variant there featuring one Governor Seal Bibble. <laughs> I'm going to say it again because it's fun. Governor Seal Bibble. Governor Seal Bibble. Governor Seal Bibble. I want to hear Darth Vader say the name Governor Seal Bibble. <laughs> uh, Black History Month variant featuring the man himself, Lando Calrissian. Don, John Very Danny Glover. Not Danny Glover. Donnie Glover. My bad. Donald. My bad. Uh, a couple variants on that. few variants, actually. Uh, then we got Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 31. few variants on that one. We've got The Mandalorian number 8. First appearance of Moff Gideon. That's got to be something, right? Right? Hell yeah. Um, he's already appeared on a cover. He, you know, there was one of those uh, Choose Your Destiny covers that JTC did. But in the comic, it's time. It's the eighth and final issue, I would imagine. The series was only eight issues, right? I believe. That's how it ended with him coming out of the thing. Spoiler. Uh, timeless number one, second printing. Definitely order this. Definitely. Lots of stuff happened in that one. It's sold out, obviously, second printing, but it ain't on no shelves, full. Wasp number two. It's a little four part mini series there. Bunch of covers. Wolverine number well, I guess Marvel really isn't letting up on the covers. They're 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 not like, whoa, damn, everybody's broke. They're like, ah, oh, well, everybody else is uh pulling the reins back. Let's take all of their money. We're gonna keep it going. They've they now have extra money and yeah. I don't know. That's how I would do it. <laughs> I mean X-Men number 19. Couple covers to choose from there. I like the card variants. I do. Damn. I need to get. See, I never. I haven't really got any, but these scream my name. I just haven't seen enough of them yet or enough characters yet for me to. Yeah. Classic homage variant there. Then we got X Men Extreme. Or, I mean, Extreme X-Men, number three, little five-part miniseries. The classic homage there is the great giant-size X-Men, number one. Dig it. And there is a Raphael Sandoval variant as well. So, um, there you have it. Those are the FOCs. Those be the FOCs. If I had Tara with me, maybe we'd go through the uh, the... Next week's comings, outings. There's a word for you. There's a fucking $6 word. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I think we're going to leave it here. Um, so remember, like I've, I've banged it into your head enough already. Pre-order your books and yeah, check out shopcheerstocomics.com. The site is in transition, though. I'm getting ready to switch over hosts, so I haven't really been adding a lot of inventory to it. But while I'm transitioning sites and hosts, I will be putting more inventory on eBay. So keep an eye on the Cheers to Comics store on eBay as well. It's worth the, you know, you just got to Google it. and You, you can find it on there. It's just Cheers to Comics. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for books at discounted prices, and I say discount, I mean competitively priced, um, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. That was kind of what the year of 2022 was. So I do apologize for the lack of 2022 episodes. We should really be at like episode 470 right now, somewhere around there. But um, uh, we'll take closer to 500. But that's all right. That's all right. I'm 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 motivated as shit, people. Uh, I, 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 I 2023, we're going hard. I know. I know a lot of people are scared about the 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 state of the industry right now a lot of shops are closing up because you know it's the economy but a lot of that i'm gonna say not, all you see shops closing up not, i would bet money that 95 percent of that to blame is on uh the exclusive variants because they're expensive to have produced and it's all a hype game and if you're not good at hype then you're sitting on a lot of unsold inventory that you paid a lot of money for. Um, and uh, that adds up quick, real quick. You know, for the most part, it's really, you, it's, you can't get an exclusive printed up for any less than $1,500. Um, and that's that's before you pay the artist. So, yeah, it's a, it's an expensive game. And... So be careful when you play that, you know, as a, as a speculator as well. And as a shop, you know, tread lightly. But if, if you're going to do it, make sure it's a banger artist on a key issue. Otherwise, you're throwing money out the window. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Um, so, yeah. And same thing for speculators. If you When you're going to sell, you know, if you're going to speculate on a... Uh, or a store exclusive you better have a buyer lined up quick fast because it's just a matter of time before that 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 fire fizzles out it doesn't take much at all it just takes the next one to come out and there's uh, so many of them now so yeah i guess that's my my warning to you my psa for this for this uh episode here um so well did it um, you know, I want to give a big shout out to uh, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, Ken Moneybags, on helping me co-host the annual Cheersies Awards this year. Make sure you go through, find that on YouTube. Uh, that was such an amazing show. I mean, split it up between a few days if you have to. It was a four and a half hour show, but it, the, the 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 turnout for. <laughs> Uh, all of the voting was astounding. Um, the the creator support behind it was incredible. 
got a follow from the man Scott Snyder on the old Twitter, like the Scott Snyder, the Scott Snyder. So yeah, no, highly successful. So go check that out if you missed it. Um, and we're already counting. We're already adding up the, for this this the the fifth annual Cheersy coming up here soon. Not soon, long ways away, but not not that long actually. And goes by quick. God, it goes by quick. But uh, yeah, no, Moneybags did such an incredible job of checking that out. So check out his his podcast if you haven't before and shame on you if you haven't the ocho duro parlay hour found anywhere and everywhere you could find a podcast so ah great stuff if you're into well anything sports uh entertainment of all kinds wrestling tv movies video games all of it the odph covers it all and well i mean it's it's so uh, intriguing conversations, that's for sure. So um, now, in the meantime, well, I guess I said it wrong. <laughs> it's been a minute. God, I'm rusty. So I guess I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. You, uh, you go on down, uh, you know, um, Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.